You are listening to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. Join us as we explore the key issues and emerging trends affecting the global health and nutrition industry, helping businesses make informed decisions and drive change. Hello and welcome to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. I'm Charlotte Bastianz and I'm joined today by Lee Holmes, who's the founder of Supercharged Food. Welcome, Lee. I'm so excited to have you on today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's really great to be here. Today, we're talking all about digestive health from the consumer perspective. We're going to cover the four stages of gut healing and gain a bit of a better understanding of what consumers are learning about natural foods and routines that really tie into improving their digestive health. Um, so, Lee, being the brand owner of Finnish products that are distributed all over the world, you obviously have a very close relationship with end consumers, and I'm really curious to hear your insights, um, since most of the time you were talking to ingredients and product developers. But before we get into the four stages of gut healing, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about you and your brand? Yeah, sure. So I started my brand, Supercharged Food, about 10 years ago. Um, it was due to I got um, diagnosed with an autoimmune problem called Crohn's, Crohn's disease and fibromyalgia, and I was I went through a, quite a complex medical system to try and find out what was wrong with me, and from there I was put on a concoction of different medications, and the medications, some of the side effects were really, really bad of the medications. Like I was on immunosuppressants and anti-inflammatories and antibiotics and so many different um, concoctions that I started to look more at natural health and I had mm. studied nutrition, so I'm a fully qualified nutritionist. And I started up a little blog called Supercharged Food and it was just a place where I could start sharing recipes. And the website superchargedfood.com really grew from there. And I've written nine best-selling cookbooks now and I do, as you mentioned, have a suite of different products as well. The, the website's really fun and my recipes, I think, is super easy to make. and with just affordable everyday ingredients that people can really sort of understand and pull together and they taste really good as well. So on the website, I sort of cover off a lot of the essentials, like um, I've got the recipes on there, I've got cooking videos, I do product and travel reviews as well, so I review a lot of different health and wellness products on there. I, um, I love talking about the latest wellness information and health information and research as well. There's a competition section on my website as well. And what I'm trying to do with the website and with the products is just to make becoming healthier and eating well more fun, more simple and affordable. So I, don't, I want to try and eliminate the perception that eating healthy is really challenging and time-consuming and expensive. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about that. And then I have another website called superchargeyourgut.com, and that's the one that houses all of my three products. So I have a Love Your Gut powder, a Golden Gut blend, and Love Your Gut capsules, which are, um, are products that are really, really good for cleaning and cleansing the gut. And I think, you know, what you experienced when you were diagnosed and your curiosity to look at alternative you know, at natural foods, I think, you know, there's a lot of consumers that really resonate with that. I mean, everyone is trying to move away from synthetic medication and they're really looking how they can change the way they eat to improve their overall health. So let's talk further about the digestive health market as it stands at the moment with consumers. Um, Lee, having the insights that you do, how is this market positioned and perceived amongst consumers from a B2B perspective, we believe that there is increased understanding in how digestive health impacts overall health. 
but do you see that health conscious shoppers are actively seeking out dietary supplements or foods, whether that's in a processed or natural state, that do have um, properties that contribute to gut health? Um, I'm just interested to hear what you think about how consumers are approaching gut health. Yeah, I think there's a number of ways that they're perceiving it, depending on how much knowledge they have about it. But I do know that I do talks all across the world and all across Australia. And I go to different parts of the world, different parts of Australia. And even in very remote areas, they're really across gut health. Like a lot of people are really interested in it. There's a lot of new research. And it's it's a lot more commonplace than it was, say, five years ago. So I think a lot of people are across it. They don't always know exactly what a prebiotic is, so they're still kind of learning a bit of the terminology, but they do know that the gut can affect the mood, it can affect hormones, it can affect your immune system. So they, they know the a lot of them know the gut as a sort of a broader picture. And then when I talk to them about different things that they can eat and different supplements and things like that, that's when they get really, really interested. But they are, they're def there's definitely a really big interest there. It's great that um, you've got such a close relationship with the end consumer and that you're involved in all of these direct talks and outreach initiatives. I think this is exactly the type of feedback that um, is really valuable for the supply chain when it comes to new innovation and product development and consumer insights. As mentioned, we're going to be looking at the four stages of gut health. Lee, how would you define those four stages and how do they build on each other to heal the gut and introduce the right, the right kinds of bacteria? Yeah, my approach to the gut really is that it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful ecosystem and the way that I look at it is like an Amazonian rainforest. So there's all these beautiful things going on in your internal ecosystem and you just want to balance out the good and bad bacteria, but you also want to be able to have a healthy gut whereby you can absorb the nutrients from your food so the lining of your gut is working well. So the four stages of gut health, the way that I look at it is when you want to improve as a consumer, if you want to improve your gut health, it's really, I believe that it's really paramount to start from the beginning and start with a very gentle diet with foods that are not going to um, affect you. So for example, for me, when I first got sick and I was trialing different foods, things for me, like a lot of the processed foods and chemicals, in particular MSG, I was working in a full-time job. I was a single mom, so I was heating up a lot of, you know, lean cuisine meals in the microwave full of these preservatives, not knowing that they were really not great for me and really hard to digest. So I would be feeling tired and bloated afterwards. So the first port of call when trying to really heal the gut and, um, yeah, make it feel a lot better is to just go on to a diet which is very gentle. And by that I mean things that are cooked, smoothies, soups, Raw food, um, interestingly, is quite hard on the gut. So for people with sensitive guts, it's really hard for them to digest a lot of raw food. So I, I lean towards more cooked foods or more smoothied or blended foods. So the first stage is really just learning about those foods that irritate you, and it's different for everybody. And then the second stage is really about sort of cleansing and detoxifying. That's where the Love Your Gut Powder comes in because it's a, a way um, of gently removing a lot of the plaque that builds up along your intestines. And we walk around with about two kilos, all of us, of plaque just sitting inside there. And that, that stops you from absorbing the nutrients from your food. Um, so it's really about resting the gut with a gentle diet 
and then cleansing the gut. And you can do that with various foods, which we can talk about in a minute. And then once you've rested the gut and cleansed it, that's the stage then where you want to eat things or take a probiotic or a prebiotic supplement to really help you repopulate the good flora in the gut. And then the fourth stage of really healing the gut is looking at the way stress is a really major impactor on gut health. Stress and anxiety can really strip your body of good bacteria. It can upset that balance. And so it's just finding ways, whether it's breathing or a bit of meditation or some gentle exercise to really kind of try and de-stress. So they're the four major ways to really sort of heal the gut um, in a very holistic way. Yeah, so I have an online program, which is the Heal Your Gut program. People, That's a four-week program, and I have a book on it as well. So in four weeks, that's a really good period of time to sort of rest and recuperate the gut and reheal the lining of the gut through various foods and just resting the gut. Um, and then you're still staying on a, a, a healthy diet and a blended sort of um, diet where, where most things are cooked, but you're starting to reintroduce in phase two other foods and you're diversifying with lots of different colors and um, you might be adding a little bit of raw food if you can. Some people like to just do gut healing, the phase one, two days a week. So on a Monday and a Thursday, they might go back to those yeah. sort of blended broths and things like that. And then um, the other days, they just eat normally. And they find that just giving your gut a rest a couple of days a week after you've done the four weeks really, really helps. And it kind of just gets, continues to really um, improve um, the state of health of your gut. So phase one and two, as you mentioned, certainly sounds like we're encouraging consumers to introduce um, gentle, easy to absorb and nutrient rich type foods like um, the stews, soups and broths that you mentioned. During phase three, which is the repopulation phase that you outlined, is this the point at which you would encourage consumers to explore how they can enhance their microbiome, whether that's through a daily probiotic supplement or a powder that they can add to some of their foods like a smoothie? Is this the point where you see a digestive health supplement or a functional food or beverage contributing to the final stages of gut healing? Yeah, absolutely. And I recommend doing probiotics and prebiotics um, at the same time. So some of the foods that are really great prebiotics, and for those of people that may not know, a prebiotic is food for your probiotics. So your probiotics are like hungry little babies waiting to be fed, and you can feed them with these really good fibers and resistant starches, which are really good prebiotic-rich foods, things like leeks, peas, Lots of your root veggies as well, sweet potato, those kinds of foods are really good prebiotics. And then with probiotics, um, you can take a supplement, a probiotic supplement, or you can eat more foods like sauerkraut, kefir, yogurt, those kinds of things that have the beneficial bacteria in them. And finally, stress. I mean, that is, I think, you know, the common word amongst um, everybody from from young kids all the way through to your late adulthood. I think everybody's lifestyles these days are so fast-paced and busy that, uh, you know, nobody seems to be able to get away from that stress. And I really do think we see it reflected through our digestive health. Uh, you know, we we have this increasing understanding about the gut-brain axis and how the two are mm -hmm. interlinked. Besides finding routines, you know, um, I'm all, I'm such an advocate for, for finding calming activities and exercises to do throughout the day to balance that mental stress. What about on the supplement side, do you recommend 
you know, a cognitive health supplement to, to complement what you might be doing for your digestive health, or do you feel it's the other way around, the more you take care of the gut, inevitably, you know, the better you'll, you'll feel? I think it's a, a couple of pronged approach with it. So I think that looking after your gut is definitely going to improve the state of health of your mind and your mood and anxiety levels. But I also think that um, doing activities such as mindful eating, being aware of your, you know, what you're eating, sitting down to eat, if you work in an office, not just eating on the run, trying to really slow down and appreciate food, whether that's taking a supplement or eating a certain kind of food and eating and just taking your time to do that. I think that works. In terms of um, health products and wellness products, I think essential oils are really, really good and aromatherapy um, are really good for sort of improving mental health and, and energy levels as well. Journaling is actually something that um, new research has come out on that's very, very good for your emotions and your mental health. There are a couple of exercises actually that are quite out there and they're quite interesting. Um, you were talking about the brain-gut axis and um, there's some there's some exercises that you can actually do to stimulate that brain-gut axis and some doctors in America are using them on their patients. One of them is actually singing really loudly. It activates the vagus nerve. So if you like singing in the shower, <laughs> that's something that you can do. And another activity, which is quite funny, is gargling. Gargling actually stimulates the vagus nerve. So that's that axis that runs from the brain down to the gut. <laughs> that's amazing. Lee, you mentioned that we might cover a little bit about the natural foods and routines to improve digestive health. Other than the ones that um, we've we've spoken about, are there any more that you think are important that consumers are sort of driving any kind of trends that you're noticing or routines that you're finding that they follow? Yeah, some of the um, the routines are things like going to bed a bit earlier. So going to bed between 9 and 10 is really much better for your gut health. So going to bed a bit earlier because your body has its own circadian rhythms, but so does your gut. So your gut has its own circadian rhythm as well. So it's trying to get, and they compete with each other. So obviously going to bed is going to be earlier is going to be better for you as well. And eating um, a little bit earlier too, and then having more of a space between dinner and breakfast. So that's going to help um, your body get back to, or your gut get back to sort of um, balance again, because you're giving it that space to um, mm. digest and, and to, to rest and digest, I guess. And then um, some of the other, I guess, ingredients that we're seeing a lot of at the moment, particularly in Australia where I live, turmeric is really great because it's a wonderful anti-inflammatory ingredient. So that's been my gastroenterologist actually prescribes turmeric now to his patients, and he is not an integrative doctor. He's, an, he's a normal everyday gastro. He's not in the integrative stream, but um, there's so much research now on turmeric, and so that, that, that's really, um, really big over here as well. And, and you mentioned before the bone broths and the different kind of fish broths as well, which are really good. Aloe vera is a, a supplement or ingredient that's great for sort of soothing down the lining of the gut. Slippery elm is another one. Um, and, of course, the Love Your Gut powder, which cleanses the gut and gets rid of a lot of that mm. mucus and bark, which, is, which sets you up for really improving your gut health afterwards. So, yeah. Great. Thanks, Lee. It's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for all your insights into four stages of gut healing and what consumers can do to, and us, I suppose, do to really improve our overall digestive health. It's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for having me, Charlotte.